Welcome to the Divine Lotus Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Laura West. We cover energy medicine, spiritual topics, and natural plant-based medicine. Learn how to live your most soul-centered, high-vibe, holistic lifestyle. Join me on the journey. Let's get started. to see you. You look fab. Oh, thanks. I'm in my yoga gear. I love Sundays because it's a home routine day. All the laundry gets done on Sundays. My husband goes to yoga class. My son goes to karate. I do yoga. It's just nice. It's relaxing. I love yeah. it. Those routines have not changed for us since staying home. So he goes to karate. Um, he goes oh, to class. He's on Zoom on now. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I must say my Tai Chi moved to Zoom as well. And I thought that that was going to be the end of it, but it actually turned out to work quite well. I know. I keep saying to my yoga teacher, she moved to Zoom shortly after we all started staying home. And we're teasing her now saying, when you go back to the studio, will you still let us come online? I absolutely <laughs> have been loving this. I'm calling it the stay at home time without the commuting and just being in my family bubble. We have a beautiful yard, you know. Yeah, the, the I whole do. thing was really hard to navigate. Learning from home as a teacher of your own child is insurmountably challenging. And so at the end of the year, I just had such respect for parents everywhere, especially young children, kindergarten, first, second grade. By third grade, they have a little bit more independence and technological savviness, so they might be able to start setting up their Zoom calls on their own, or maybe right. they can facilitate some of their own work independently at the table afterwards. But in mm -hmm. my first grade spring, that was not the case. So we were on duty. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really hard. And I do think coming out of this, there will be an increased respect for teachers in general. Um, yeah, because oh. from people thinking, oh, I can just do this at home or, you know, whatever. Now you begin to see a little bit of what goes into it and the planning that's necessary and all of that, you know? Yeah. I really had a sense of awe and gratitude for the parents in my community that mm. I was giving information to, right? Mm. To support them in the home learning because without them, their children could not have learned. So at the end of the year, I really just gushed gratitude to them. And nice. they felt respected by that. But then in, what's really also interesting is my son goes to school in a community that has a lot of socioeconomic privilege and the mm -hmm. families there are used to seeing the public school system as a commodity. This is exactly. my, I'm going to drop off my kid. I'm going to check that box. I'm going to get to get into my designer yoga gear. I'm going to go get to drink my Starbucks. I'm going to get to go and do my thing for the day and then I'll pick them up yeah. at the end. So I, for the very first time ever, I've never been able to participate in going to parent teacher or parent coffees at schools where the principal mm. speaks in their forum and a topic and the PTO shares and some teacher share because I'm always working right so right. in home time I went to my first one online it was on zoom the principal was there the superintendent was there the vice principal was there and all these parents were there in this community and the opening statement after the principal and the superintendent and the VP and the health and security person and I, I think there was also um a school committee representative or somebody from town that was there representing wow. 
right? Okay. And then there was like 150 parents in the, in nice. the chat room there. Yeah. And the first person, then when they opened the conversation for comments, the first person was like, well, I'm tired of teaching my child. I'm over-exaggerating. Uh, so my heart. That is too funny. She was sitting on her designer couch and her designer yoga gear. And she mm -hmm. had her latte with her that she had made at home. And she was like, I'm just exhausted having to teach my child. And I just don't want to anymore. And I just <laughs> almost flipped my lid. I was like, okay, wait, this is a reality that I have no contact with. I, I don't live in this place. I don't. Uh, in life, I just, I was like, and you know me, Carolyn. Yes, I, I am not afraid I to do. <clears throat> My Zoom hand went up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was a absolutely. very contentious meeting because I just laid it all out and was like, boom, 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 boom to that community. And then, you know, my husband works in that same community, and word travels. Oh. <laughs> it's the superintendent said, "Never again are we going to open Zooms to parents for feedback." <laughs> <laughs> Did you single-handedly total it? I just like, and yeah. my husband, bless him, he was watching in the comments because as you're speaking, there's people that are like, right. in the gallery, you know, like the peanut gallery. Yeah. He said that they were just like, bam, knocking me down, but I didn't care. It was like, whatever. You guys all well, have reality. Yeah. <laughs> And I do think that, of course, you're not only a parent, but a professional teacher for yes. many years. And you have this viewpoint that most yeah. of them, probably all of them that were on that, they have no clue. And no. so you're bringing a completely new and much needed little dose of reality um, to people like that. And, and quite often people don't, you know, they tend to not want to hear that. No, they're like in their little bubbles. Yep. They, they don't. And if you get people who are used to sort of being cosseted and coddled and kind of waited on, as you say, that kind of person is also often living in some kind of consumer society Ooh, in yeah. which they can just buy whatever they need. And this has been one of the realizations of COVID that I think has upset a lot of wagons. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that we now have stripped away a lot of the sort of supports and things that people were relying on to do things that they didn't want to do or face things that they didn't want to face and this is a perfect example you know for sure and i think you know growing up in a socially justice-minded family with such empathic skills wellness mm -hmm. psychic stuff that comes into my life i approached that platform as we're all in this together we're all humans suffering we're all trying to make the best mm -hmm. of it how can we come into this place with solution as our mindset and that's just not a framework of reference in that community. And it, so now I'm like, whoa, where does, like, I, I don't belong there. <laughs> but maybe I do belong there. Maybe I still have to keep speaking, even though it's hard and it's challenging. And because I'm that little tiny voice, <laughs> who knows? And I do well. And it's always a balance with those things as we're kind of moving into the social justice conversation mm -hmm. in general. I do think it's a balance because 
we don't ever want to get to this point where we're always on the soapbox and we're constantly slaying dragons, you know, it's just exhausting. And there are some people that bless their hearts, they're just not able to hear the kind of truth that you're going to share, no matter how tactfully, how right. intelligently, how backed up with facts and figures. There are some things that are just, but at the same time, I know for myself, I cannot just sit and watch without speaking on things, especially now, because there are just some things that need to be said. And it's quite possible that God put you in that meeting and opened your mouth to speak your truth because these people needed an education. And you being a teacher, you were the person most capable, you know, because you're a peer with them in the sense that your child is also in that school and blah, blah, blah. But you're also bringing a higher level of knowledge, um, not to mention connection to a broader kind of sense of social justice and all that as well. Yeah, know? yeah, that's true. It's interesting to remember that and to keep, it gives me solace to think that that might be my role there for as long as my child is in that elementary community. Well, and there may be, have you ever found that when you spoke up on something, even though there were a lot of people at the time who were like, ah, later people may come by the back door and say, you know, I'm really glad you said that, or you made me think about something I hadn't thought of before. It's interesting that you say that because the town rep, school committee guy, and a couple of educators who felt like they couldn't speak messaged me afterwards and found me and sought me out and said thank you. One educator, yeah. I was, she's a parent in that community, but she's also an educator. She said she was in tears watching the train wreck of that meeting. And then the, the school committee guy, I just, I love this about our country. As gritty as things are right now and as challenged as people are right now, democracy in action is that we can come to the table and we can voice our opinions and we don't have to be afraid of death. Yes, of our hopefully voice. not. Yeah. <laughs> We're not in that kind of community. And, and then a town official who was elected by his community sought me out to seek clarification on my, he, I think he was aligned with the teacher position and the let's move forward in community together and support each other position to begin with, but he wanted clarity from me. And that just made me feel so proud to live in a democracy in this mm. speaking up and sharing ideas. You know, this is reminding me, I'm taking a little bit of a tangent here, but that picture you posted on social media of when you and your neighbors all went out with the street signs yep. on the street corners, that just brought me so much joy being able yeah. to watch that you were able to do that. Where was that location? Tell me more about oh, that. Oh, that, that was right at uh, Ringe Avenue and Route 16 there on the way oh. to Route 2. So, I mean, it was literally up the street from my house. And I actually, there are some people because, you know, Cambridge, uh, not all of Cambridge, Cambridge is very mixed. And now there are a lot of people with a lot more money who do live in Cambridge, but there's also uh, a sort of old line lefty kind of Cantabrigian 
fiery, feisty kind of person. And there's a few of them and they have been organizing events. And they recently organized a big thing I went to yesterday at Whole Foods, my local Whole Foods there, because uh, the workers there have been sent home for wearing masks with Black Lives Matter or a t-shirt with Black Lives Matter. Uh -huh. They were told that they were not allowed to wear it and to go home. And they, uh, and this I believe does take great courage because of course they put their jobs on the line and who knows they may get fired, but they reached out and this being Cambridge, there were fiery activist type people who immediately got online and organized a big baldy brawl. So yesterday we stood out in the 90 degree heat and it being Cambridge, it was hilariously funny. It was like probably 50 white people and me, right? Cause it's Cambridge. But I said to John later, I said, Whole Foods should be worried because it's not the people like me who necessarily make up the bulk of their clientele. It's far more a more affluent kind of white person in their 50s, such as these people who were there. And that someone had brought a band, there was a band with music and you know, of all of these people. It was hilarious. And um, it, it, it just made the point, I think that you're saying that we do live in a democracy and yes, there's a lot of pressure, subtle and some unfortunately not so subtle in places like Portland where they're literally taking protesters off the street and carting them away. There is pressure to just kind of, you know, zip it. But I think if you feel the call to speak, I think it's very important to mm -hmm. speak about the things that matter. I, I think now is now's the time. Yeah, did you just say now's the time? Now's the time. Yeah, yeah for sure. that's now's it. That's it. Exactly. That's so good for you, Laura. For you. <laughs> you know, I just never back down. <laughs> yeah, well. And when it's important, you know, it's not like there are some people, as we know, who thrive on controversy and people yes. who just enjoy argument and they enjoy a good fight and all that. Um, I, I don't think that's actually very helpful or productive. And often you then push people away who might even agree with you, but your energy is so contentious that you that you push them away. But I do think that if you, with love and respect, say what's important on your heart, I, and then if people don't want to hear it, they don't. What can you do? You know. Yeah, you just can't spend any energy on those folks. It's just like you just have to keep smiling forward, eyes on the prize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, one of the things that I have been wanting to ask you is on a very personal level, how are you doing amidst all of this racial tension? And all? I mean, you are someone who is so dear to my heart and I, you're on Aww. my heart all the time and you know, I stand Aww. out. I just, I'm such a person who speaks the, the equity, equitability of our, 
our humanness together and you and I go way, way back. I haven't had a chance to ask you yet. Yeah. Trying time. It is very trying times, but see what I think is interesting though, is that although yes, it's trying times, I think for people of color, um, that is not always recognized by our white allies and loved ones is that it's always been trying times. This That's is true. not new no. that people have been shot by police or killed or arrested unjustly or discriminated against for this or that. It's just that now, finally, uh, due to the age of the iPhone and all of these kind of things, people are more aware, people are more awake, and people are realizing because it's being put in their face, the injustice. And so although it's been very painful, and I will say there's some things that I will not watch. Um, there's some things that I just can't. And when I hit dial on 10, I have to walk away. Um, but I actually feel that this is a time of great transition and that possibly if this can become as one of the speakers yesterday at the rally that i went to she said this is a movement not a moment and i thought that was brilliant i don't know where she got it from but i think that that's the thing you have to be willing to say this is for the long haul. This is just how I roll from now on. Not just I put up a sign, I go do a protest and yeah. I'm done. Or yeah. I give $20 to the ACLU and I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because this is actually intrinsically connected with that same sense of entitlement that you were addressing in our earlier conversation. Some people have just felt that they did not need to have to worry about certain things. And this is, you know, even the very nature of entitlement is that you don't have to think about what mm -hmm. happens to other people or mm -hmm. the person who's mopping your floor or the person who's bagging your groceries, whether they can express their beliefs or not. Um, so, yeah, so it's all very interesting, but to answer the personal side of your question, uh, it's been very intense. It's been very, and as a psychic, and I want to ask you, I'm going <laughs> to flip this question around to you because I know that as a psychic, I have been receiving visits from a whole lot of um, dead people. <laughs> and dead people who have gone through things and they are coming you know in the form of ancestors and that but they're coming to say basically these kinds of things that we're talking about you know hand on the plow keep on keeping on don't give up don't back down but at the same time understand that it's all part of a larger evolution taking place for 
the world as a whole for humanity and all the festering sores that have been there, whether it's been neglecting the environment, whether it's been mistreating our fellow human beings, whether it's been uh, social justice, racial inequality, you name it, gender bias, it, all of these things are coming forward now, presenting themselves almost like little soldiers to say, okay, you ready to deal with me? You yeah. ready? Let's do it. You know? And don't you think there's a striking parallel between the fact that we have this stay at home time where everybody is, I mean, now, right now, as we're talking, I know there's parts of our society that are opening back up. Mm -hmm. but still, there's this calmness. Still, there's this sense of things are still stuck, or things are still paused, or things are not back to normal. I know they'll never go back to what our normal was before. This is the mm. way. But there is a sense that I'm getting on this intuitive level that the social justice and the class paradigm and the taking care of the earth issues all are linked so succinctly and they're here on our plates in such a massively major way because we yes. have the space as an American psyche a collective consciousness we have the space to say what does this really mean so that's why so mm -hmm. many folks have been out that's so many right folks have been speaking so many folks feel so deeply moved by the things I, I tell people all the time now this is how i'm describing this we are living through a pandemic for the first time in our lives that we probably won't see again like this in our lifetimes because they seem to come god willing years yeah. And, a, and a modern day civil rights movement. We That's have to right. give ourselves the grace to feel the intensities of that. That's right. So a, a lot of my client work lately has been around that. Maybe not so much mm -hmm. specifically related to those two topics. In a lot of ways, yes. But a lot of clients have been coming because of the stress of the yes. heavy burden of the energies and they need help yes. unpacking that or they need help connecting the dots or they need help strengthening their core energies so they can move forward yesterday i just did a beautiful session with a woman who's an essential worker at whole foods and we were mm. doing work for her around healing away the layers of you have your energy of navigating covid because you're out in the community but then you also have the energy of every single person coming into your store that's right even the energy of their burden and their anger and their frustration and their fear and you're pulling mm -hmm. all of that and sucking it all in and walking away with it mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Yes. That must be exhausted. Are your adrenals shot? <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. that kind of conversation. Right. Very I think, yes, I agree with you, Laura. And I have recently begun working with, um, this woman is a therapist. She's also a medium and a psychic, but she's a therapist, therapist. And she um, had her practice, a therapy practice, which was already pretty busy. But now in the last few weeks, it is off the chain. She yeah. has had people just, there are so many people that she literally does not have. She's had to hire on, you know, like McDonald's, you add extra franchises and yeah. and what, she started to have, which is really brilliant, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it, is a sacred healing group in which it's a fusion of traditional talking group therapy, 
with Reiki and uh, meditation and in a fusion and uh, I'm doing the Reiki piece with it her but these things and the enrollment for it has just been ridiculous through the roof for the reason that you said these energies are not playing let's even leave the social thing and let's talk about the eclipses yeah oh let's my talk about you know i mean it's just it's <laughs> this amazing time of like bang 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 and also do you feel the tempo even though we're all home or many of us are home uh the tempo has nonetheless speeded up of how things happen the way developments happen mm -hmm. um it used to be something would happen and then months would pass and then something else but now it's like something happens and then the next day yeah. there's another thing and then another thing and i do feel that we are being challenged it's almost like we're shedding yes. old skins yes, and being so. challenged to drop those parts of us that are in the as you referred to the old paradigm and move into something more um in alignment with this higher energy mm -hmm. totally there's this interesting play on alchemy that's coming through my practice right now mm -hmm. i've always been somebody who's had three separate components of my holistic healing umbrella i've had the energy medicine through the reiki I've had the mm -hmm. spirit medicine through all the psychic and spiritual practice, development, mm -hmm. teaching, session mm -hmm. work. And I've had the plant medicine with the essential oils. And now there's this alchemy that's coming through all of that and really blending it all together so that it's so much more clear. I went through a massive transformation within my membership. You know, the Council of Light started back in January with monthly messages again for the public at large, but this time they put them into this membership Yes. People can access it kind of like, um, I don't remember his name, but there was some guy that you mentioned to me a really long time ago and he has this message every month and people log in and then he, right. Anyway. Yeah. So we, it's like that now where people can log in and access the message and nice at the beginning, I had this sense last summer, I did this work with a copy editor or sales person to help me sort of frame mm -hmm. the structure of how it's supposed to be. I remember out. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's wonderful. She's doing mm -hmm. some interesting work in England right now, actually. Um, I'm watching her carefully, yeah, because I like her journey. But um, so I did that sales copying mishmash, put it all together, and then I launched in January, and mm -hmm. then COVID hit in March, yeah. and, I, yeah. and it spun everything on its heels, and there was this real big sense of wanting to be able to connect physically with people, even though we were home. So a bunch of my stuff started going live during that time. And there were these intimate groups of people coming to these, it was like mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. I don't like if you and I were to do a spirit talks night, but not in the audience with people Absolutely. In the room, online, it was like that kind of vibe. That's right. So that happened for a few months and then all of a sudden it just clicked about maybe a month and a half ago i was i feel like this was a channeled download like a program reboot or something my my hard drive of my psyche just mm. went boom and got real clear and i had to go mm. back and completely edit and sort of 
condensed, wow. clean, and organized. Now everything is set through January of 2021. It's just wow. a, it was like boom. Wow. So there's this sense now of plant medicine and energy medicine and spirit medicine all together in this really concise way in this nice. membership. But then also when folks want to do their own individual work, they still come and they can still see me for the client sessions. But there's this mm -hmm. alchemization that's happening. And now nice. I need to go back to my general copy on my website and start peppering this through this alchemization so that when somebody comes to see me for Reiki, they, they can understand that, yeah, sure, you can do the herbalism simpling approach and just do the Reiki, or you can alchemize everything and do it all and mm. really immersed in like what you were saying with this therapist practice. It's not just the talk therapy, it's the spiritual right. practice. It's the energetic practice. Yeah. We have to be working with our entire being, our spirit body, physical body, mental body, emotional body, etheric body at this time. I mean, you and I have always been in alignment, I think, with that anyway and we're people that have always tried to serve that for ourselves but the general mm -hmm. public now is waking up to this and if you yes. have a vehicle and a tool this time mm -hmm. as the vehicle and the tool to be able to shift into that so mm -hmm. you know last week i was doing um some teaching in my backyard there was i did an online reiki course earlier in the spring and there was a, a student who couldn't come to that and we were kind of discoursing around maybe there's going to be a class in the fall at my office, but it's now it's not looking like it. So I said, well, now that society is slowly coming back online, what would you, how would you feel about coming to my backyard and sitting mm. six feet apart at my fire pit? So mm. we did that together. Nice. I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't know why she just came into my mind to, to say that, but Oh, I know, because the alchemization was, it wasn't just that I was teaching her about Reiki too. We were also unpacking her psychic skills and we were talking about how she's going to open a business and suddenly I found myself doing coaching with her and then I was talking about the essential oils and how they can come into her business in a way that it's never been so clear where it's all just blended together like that before. Because in the past, it's all been very separate for me. Maybe that's yes. my, my organization. It's just all been in its own basket, but now yes. it's all dumped into the same pot. You know, it's very interesting that you bring that up because I do, as you know, I have struggled with this mightily because I think the old paradigm has been you have to pick one thing and do it. Either you're a Reiki healer or you're a plant person or you're a coach but the idea of putting all of the or you're a psychic or you're a medium and all this kind of uh, silo view um, i feel is just getting busted up because there are actually a lot of people like us out there who do many things and what we want to bring and what spirit is guiding us to do, I believe, is to bring all of us into the practice. And it's interesting that you should mention that because I've been trying just yesterday, I told you I was working on my website. You're my hero of website dumb. So I, I'm working on the, what do they call that, search optimization thing, and they were coming up with little terms, right? So, and of course, all of that is very narrow, you know, oh, you call yourself this, well, but what about this? Well, you call yourself that, well, what about this? So, at the moment, 
I put spirit whisperer. Now that Ooh. sounds kind of like mystical and magic. I don't know if it'll work. I, like it. I chose it out of hundreds of things, but the reason why I chose it is the same reason what you're referring to is that it's all coming from spirit. And whether I'm receiving whisperings to create a piece of music or to create a story or to offer healing to a person in terms of um, intuitive coaching or counseling, that's also coming from spirit or mediumship or even Reiki, you know, who created Reiki? Spirit created Reiki. The dead people who created Reiki are now moving through us and helping us every day. We invoke them through the symbols and the things that we were taught. I mean, the uh, traditional Reiki person might be like, oh, for me to say that, but it's a form of channeling. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's a yeah. form of Agreed. spirit whispering. But the point is, as of now, there is not sort of like a name, but if you think about us back in the day in our former lifetimes, Laura, you when you went to see the priestess in your village or the healer in your village, she wasn't worried about whether she was a plant specialist or whether she was just giving you some advice or whether she was going to call up the ancestors to help you. There was no sort of little, oh, I have to send you to the specialist for this or the spec. You right. were the healer for the village and you did whatever was needed to bring the healing according to your gifts. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And there was no label put on that work. It That's right. You have something out of alignment, whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, you go see the lady in the hut <laughs> with all the herbs and the cat. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. The witch around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. No question. And I feel that in some way we are being called to return to that level of holistic mm -hmm. approach as healers mm -hmm. um, and wise woman. Mm -hmm. I wanted to put uh, for my SEO wise woman, but of course they don't have, you know what I mean? You, you run by a patriarchy. They wouldn't want that. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. <laughs> but I love to hear about what you're doing. So tell me this in your psychic work and in your, because I know you also do that and you're also a medium and in your channeling, have you felt um, this is a discussion that many mediums are having right now, a feeling that with all this energy and the COVID and everything, that your ability to communicate with the spirit world has jumped up a notch since yeah. the COVID. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's interesting because there is a depth of clarity to the messaging that is coming through. They are not mincing words. <laughs> Understandings that the clients need to be hearing now are just like smack you across the face, tough love, and they're all going, oh, thanks, I needed that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Already, something has been ripped apart in our space-time continuum and on the earth plane, all this gritty stuff that you and I have been talking about today is like the sandpapery energy that's just crumbling away. And what's left 
is the calmness, the open space for hearing, the open space for energetic growth, right? Yeah. A lot of my clients are going through massive, massive, go you know, what used to take six months to get from point A to point B over several, several, several sessions are happening like that, exactly. That's it's just remarkable, the rapid growth that everybody's experiencing. And I yes. do think that that also is true in my own case, just hearing the clarity, understanding the depth of the message, feeling the connectedness between what they want us to be doing with our physical body and what they want us to be doing with our mental body. You know, on a personal level, there's an interesting thing that started happening for me way back in the spring. I don't remember when it was, but early spring, I bought an online course. It must've been during COVID because it was all pre-recorded or something. I don't know, but there's this Kundalini organization that looks at energetic yogic science to vibrationally open and harmonize the energies of the body. And they have a business school. And I'm very interested in that because as you know, there's this progression and this evolution that my business has been going through where I'm sort of morphing into these next bigger, higher containers to hold more space for more global action. And so I'm, I'm, interested in developing all of that within myself. And so now I'm slowly going through the course. It was a three or four day intensive. And I'm just, and then they recorded all of it together all in its own little big pocket there, like four days. But so I now have found myself, I've been practicing Hatha yoga for 18 years with the same teacher. And now I find myself every single day doing Kundalini yoga. I just, before I came on with you, I did these, um, essential oil massage things for my arms because there's this 18 minute arm thing that I have to do every day and I am loving it. But I never knew that I was going to be a Kundalini yoga person before. I never knew that it would serve me on a personal level to then turn it around and, and volumize my practice with my clients. And then the, the model of my business as it's, I have three memberships now in my business. I didn't set out to do that. It's just sort of naturally Awesome. And I think all of that is due to this intensity and rapid pace of this. You know, they're just like, it's go time. Go. We are giving you the message. Do it. Boom. Kicking us in Do the it. From the spirit Do it. Do it. Is this Guru Jagat? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. 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 And so coming up in one of the next few sessions, she's, she, you know, she and Ra Goddess, they're like, yes, now. And so I'm going to get to listen yes. to Ra Goddess do her thing. How exciting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've been following her just kind of distantly. And I saw that she had a business thing. I didn't sign up for it, but you know, I've watched you closely, Laura. So <laughs> you, you've given it the Laura stamp of approval. I may have to investigate it because I do like her. And I especially love that she's all about women. I just, I, I listened to her reality riffing program and oh, okay. she has such interesting, powerful women on there. Yeah. And it's just awakening because I will say as a woman of a certain age, um, I, I didn't even realize how much I had been conditioned to think, oh, it's a woman. It's probably just going to be some kind of lightweight, airy fairy thing, or blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. I I didn't even realize how brainwashed I had been with the assumption that you know if it's a man, it's better, stronger, clearer, blah blah. And these are deep programming, right? And yeah. so she 
just by doing what she does and having the program and putting these women up there on the stage one after another who are fabulous and inspire i mean Ra goddess of course but not yeah. only Ra. there's all these people there and it is really truly inspiring and then she has gatherings for all women only and talking about Agreed. women's issues yeah. yes yeah. it's powerful it's There's powerful a trip coming up in august to mount shasta in california Ooh, i love it there uh, there's like a three day or four day Mecca trip to go into the earth and be with the crystals. And there's like a family, take your family, go camping. I'm like, man, if we lived closer, we would put them Are they going to, they're still going to have it, even yep. though with the virus and all, they're just doing it. Mm -hmm. I That's love it high. there. Yeah. Have you been to Mount Shasta? Yes. yes. What is it like? I've only yes. been in spirit. I've never been to the actual physical place. The energy is amazing. The energy is amazing. I used to go um, to a retreat uh, that I did for many years that was called Awaken Your Light Body, and it was in Ashland, Oregon, which is not that far. It's about a, maybe an hour and a half from Mount Shasta. So on my way, I would fly into San Francisco, and then I would drive up to Oregon, and on the way, I would stop at Mount Shasta and just, I mean, I've never been a big hiker. I'm sure you could get out and do all kinds of, I'm kind of a wimp with that. I like drive up to a certain place and then I get out and sit and meditate or whatever. And there's also a place where you can drink from the headwaters of oh. the Sacramento River Wow. that comes out from there and it's just you can feel that it is a very sacred holy very clean clear kind of energy it i'm sure that a trip there really with an energy master i mean i just went on my own just drive up there but to actually go in a group for the purpose of doing energy would be pretty amazing yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, so that's, it's interesting because on Fridays now, we're taking, this summer is Zoom summer camp and workbook still. Mommy has decided that the entering second grader is going to do workbooks this summer, like he was used to doing schoolwork at home at the dining room table during school time. Once we got over that emotional hump, <laughs> we realized yeah. we're here to stay. Now it's better. But on Fridays, my family's been taking time to go to Mass Audubon parks. Nice. Last week we went to Garden in the Woods. This week yes. we went to, um, we, for Mother's Day, we always go out to the Botanic Gardens at Tower Hill. But it was closed because it was so new in COVID. So now we went on Friday when it was cold and rainy. Remember, Friday was amazing. I had a thick it sweater was. on, long sleeves, yeah. yeah. raincoat, a big umbrella. I was out in yeah. Yeah. the weather. It was amazing. It was very uh, Seattle-like. Totally. me of Seattle. Yeah, why I moved from there. But anyway, moving on. I know. <laughs> I have a college professor who did some work in Seattle teaching at the lab site there for several years, and he moved back to Boston because he said there's just no sun. And when no. we were in Scotland, it was the same. It was like 50 degrees. It was overcast every day. Yeah, there you go. Just raw. Yeah. Stuff. 
I got but, it. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going out on Fridays to do this nature stuff for our family. Fun. And it's like pilgrimages, the Shinrin Yoku, the forest bathing, the practicing being in relationship with the animals and with the trees. Nice. It's, just, it's so soothing nice. and calming, calming, relaxing to us. But I have to say, because we've been staying home this whole time, my business is thriving. I'm still seeing lots of clients. I still do all my teaching. I mean, when I, when we started staying home, it was very easy for me to just pivot online, right? Because of course you were already set up for that. A lot of my international mm -hmm. and national clients were used to seeing Zoom anyway. So I just, when my son's school closed, that's when I decided I'm just going to pause at the Cambridge office. That's a whole other conversation, by the way. I mean, I'm, We'll tell you in a minute. The, the stuff we're doing there is amazing to think about safety protocols. It's quite yeah. remarkable to me. But yeah. so we've been staying home and the routines are a little different just because we're so nicely nested. I am loving this home time. For me, this has been a boom. I just feel so Good. awesomely content and cozy and rejuvenated. Mm. And it's living my manifestation dream life. This is the way I've wanted to live my life for years and make lots of money. And I'm doing it. <laughs> but Going out on Fridays into nature, I come back from those, this Friday we spent two hours at this place and it's in a 45 minute drive. So we were gone for four hours. I was exhausted. Yeah. I had to take a yeah. nap. Yeah. Even though it I wasn't strenuous activity, just being that connected with nature and that communion with the spirit realm and the chipmunks and the trees and the, uh, the pine tree energy mm. was in there. I really, Delicious. I'm just noticing that that's like a, Maybe it's like vitamins for me right now. I don't know how to describe it really. I know exactly what you mean. I, John and I have also been uh, going out and what with the virus and all, there are lots of places that we used to go that we no longer go. Right. And right. so we're trying parks and getting out and just being. And I think also to be honest, I think our energetics uh, are more open. I know that because I've been in, even though like you, I've been working, I'm still teaching, I'm still, you know, basically I'm doing the same. My life on the external does not look all that different than it did before, but my energetics are different and I'm aware and I, one of my teachers, mediumship teachers, had actually said that a portal has opened. And this is referring back to your mm -hmm. thing about there's a portal. And we who are sensitive to these kinds of things are far more sensitive now to the energies because they're right here. He was saying, oh, remember how if you wanted to connect with the spirit world, you needed to sit and do this and systematically open your chakras and then do this and breathe here and sit. He said, now, boom, you see your heart, you go out to your peripheral like this, you go up and there they are. Hello, we've been waiting for you. Where you yeah. been? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I think that when you actually go out and get in nature, because of that, we're already much more open and maybe because we're not so jaded and desensitized with many of the normal things we used to do, like 
commuting and dealing with some of the peripheral BS that was just a daily part. When we go out, we're far more open to receiving that energy and then coming home and taking a nap. Maybe that's just how your body needs to process all that. That's amazing. Yeah, that feels yeah. right. Because mm. it's never been that way before. We live near conservation mm -hmm. land and we bought our house specifically so we could be in nature all the time. And it's, it's never been that intense before. I've never had to come home and take rests. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've it's never rested super. before. This is a new concept for me. <laughs> Exactly. And I have to say with the Zoom world, you know, when you used to have a meeting, you got dressed, you went out, you allowed at least because it's Boston, even if you're driving two miles, you needed to allow like an hour because, sure. you know, yeah. so you got up, you got dressed, you got in your car, you had to deal with all this, and then you go to your office, you wait, you da 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 da. And now, you know, it's just a few minutes, and then boom, you're on the call, and then boom, you're off. And there's a lot more time suddenly, and a lot more openness and availability for spirit to come in and work with us. This is what I have felt. And I've felt an intense presence of spirit in a way that um, uh, ha has been new and, and wonderful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. Yeah. It's, it's very it's, tender and loving. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. And as going back to what you had said, all of that support from spirit is coming because we have work to do. Yes. You know? it's time. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. The, the earth has paused so we can do the work on a very mm. deep systemic level, not just surface work, not just mm. distracted, busy, modern day technological society work. Deep, deep, yeah. deep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I always love these chats with you, Laura. It's always so rich, and we always end up going someplace way deeper than I, you know, I was going to be just, yo, girlfriend, how you doing? But of course, now we went off to the deep metaphysics, um, but it's all good, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's always good to be with you. It'll be nice when we can be together again. Oh, that will be good. So you're saying your office has opened or will well, open? Well, so yes, they opened. First phase was acupuncturists back in the beginning of May. And we had mm -hmm. incredible, really rich, deep talks as a community. There's 40 plus practitioners and then the two owners wow. of the building and a couple of admins. So we had to figure out, okay, here's the state protocol. Here's the city of Cambridge protocol. Now what on top of that is our protocol because we are only as safe in this building as our weakest link. If we That's are only right. not doing the exact same thing, then none of us are secure. Mm -hmm. So we were really deeply looking and there was a couple of people who stepped up to the plate and did a lot of research, a couple of massage therapists, and they made some recommendations for things like the cleaning supply that everybody should get for the bathrooms between sessions and the trash cans with the lids that now need to close so that we can have that kind of security. You know, there's things like there's, we have um, signs above our toilets in the bathroom saying, please close the lid before you flush because now there's COVID evidence saying that that's a spreader. 
Isn't that yeah. remarkable? Yeah, things that we take for granted that we, we never don't even, even think before. about. No, so the, the routines and the systems have really changed. And I, I actually, this has been something that's been very interesting for me in general. I've had to go to the post office. I've had to go to the dentist. I've had to go to a frame shop because I needed a piece of art framed. Those are only like the main places that I've been out to really in society. I've been really home, but yeah. what I'm really enjoying is, oh, I know we had to go to my grandmother's retirement assisted living community, which is on lockdown, but mm -hmm. she's moving and we needed to deliver boxes to her. And in all these places, including my Cambridge office, the routines are the same. They check you for signs. They give you the temperature swab. They do contact tracing so that they have your information for afterwards. You're expected to wash your hands upon entry. You're expected to use hand sanitizer. You're expected to cover your face. I said to one practitioner at some point at my, I think it was my grandmother's facility, I'm actually really liking the fact that everybody is so germ conscious right now or like wellness conscious right now. I love all these protocols we've put in place. Minus the mask wearing all the time. That part is still hard for me to handle, just on a physical getting used to it level. But I really appreciate how respectful our community is being around the possibilities of transfer contamination. So then when we look at my building, I'm not quite ready to be back there yet. I have some clients who would like to come back and see me there. They keep asking, when are you coming back? And I'm not quite there yet. Maybe like mm -hmm. September timeframe, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But the building has just gone through this evolution of change where we've taken down all the fabric and cloth in the building. We've wow. all of our massage tables down to poly. There's like these coverings that you do use. You can spray them and wipe them afterwards. Wow. I thought somehow the universe wanted me to have not one, two $800 essential oil automatic spray machine, Mr. Wow. Thing. Because you have to decontaminate between each client and, you know, so. Wow. It's just yeah. amazing to me, like the, the, the things that we're thinking about, and the ways that we're interacting with folks. And, and for the most part, and now we have a few um, massage therapists that are back in the building. Our acupuncturists are back. Um, the, the Pilates teacher is back. No, none of the yoga people are back, I don't think. And some massage therapists are back and some aren't. And then I'm still mm -hmm. straddling the fence. I'm so happy and content doing my Zoom. This is my home office that we're in right now, right? I'm, I'm right. doing this from home. So there's no pressure for me to go back right away. No. But I don't know. I just, it's just really, I'm so pleased with how conscious people are being and how careful people are being in that community. It makes me feel safe knowing, I mean, yesterday is a good example of something. I, some of our practitioners have retired. COVID just was the end of the line for some folks. And yeah. an mm -hmm. office mate of mine, they're all shared spaces, right? So this office mate mm -hmm. of mine is retiring. I purchased the massage table from her. She took mm -hmm. a lot of her furniture out of the room. I brought furniture in. So yesterday okay. I, was, I was doing some fabric protecting on the couch and I brought my son with me because he hasn't, for a seven and a half year old, not leave the house. We have to be very calculated about when do you leave? Where do you go? What kinds of activities do you do? And mm. he loved being there with me. And it was, I felt comfortable there with him. I felt safe with Good. him. We put our masks on, walking through the general building. He came into my office. We closed the door. I did the stuff I needed to do. He took his mask off. He was in a different environment, right? Good. We got yeah. home and he was like, daddy, that was so fun. And in my mind, I was like the militant mom, like sit here, don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> <That way. laughs> 
Oh, that's great. And I do think it's an extra challenge raising children during this time. I take my hat off because it's more than a notion. I can't even imagine. It's one thing feeling restless for yourself. It's another thing having, like you said, a seven-year-old uh, who is naturally restless anyway and wants to just explode with energy and go everywhere and do everything and to have to be constantly concerned with that. In addition to the school piece that we opened up this conversation with, it's just an immense, amazing burden on parents right now. For sure. For sure. And thank goodness we found some Zoom summer camps. I mean, like, like the little pockets of time throughout the the summer days to fill him with some sort of stimulation. Otherwise, it would be a whole summer of just sitting at home twiddling our thumbs, and I just, yeah. that would be so hard for me. We're, I feel very blessed. We have the freedom, and we have the financial flexibility, and we've got the resources to be able to tap into these things. I just, you know, divine timing flows through my yeah. life. And I sort yeah. of feel like it was spirit that brought this awareness to me from these different, with two different camp Zoom programs that we're working with and juggling all these different schedules, but it all worked out. The spring worked out just fine with all of the crazy pivot and schedules and teaching and working from home and teaching the child. Like it, it all just flowed. So I'm hopeful for the fall. And I, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I think, and this is another thing that we're learning, right? Is that the uh, man proposes and God disposes. Basically, we can't we can of course have what we would like to have happen but the reality is who knows you know we don't know yeah. and uh, god willing we stay healthy and we keep our energy and our vibration up so that we're able to cope with right. whatever comes down the pike which we cannot say I know. Who knows? Who knows what it's going to be like in two months, six months, a year from now, 24 months from now. No, you don't know. So the spirit messages that have been coming through me say that this is a long haul process for us. That's right. That's right. I've been years. getting the same. Mm -hmm. Don't yeah. hold your breath. No. And no. dig in. Yeah, and settle in. Find your get peace. comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And take care of yourself. Yes. so that you're able to go for the long haul. Don't burn it all out in yes. a couple of months of intensity. You right, know? right. Yeah, sitting and spinning in panic is just not an option because nope. it burns too much energy and it just That's wastes right. a lot of creativity and prosperity movement forward for us. So there's just, I mean, that's not something I have prescribed to ever in my life anyway, but a lot of the clientele work has mm -hmm. just been around Nope, mm -hmm. I don't want to be in panic mode. Everyone else around me is in panic mode. So Laura, can you please help me? Sure. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Aww. Oh, sweetie. Always good to talk to you. you Always too. a blessing. Looking for more inspired action in your life? Visit me at divinelotushealing.com for one-on-one -on -one work, courses, essential oils, and a number of my memberships that help you live a divinely connected lifestyle. Want to connect with me on social media? You can find me on Instagram, where I hang out most often, under my business handle, Divine Lotus Healing.